Holiday Let Success, episode 32. The definitive guide to holiday let success. From interviews with successful holiday homeowners and industry experts to useful and usable ideas, resources and discussion. Hello and welcome to the Holiday Let Success podcast. I'm your host, Elaine Watt. It's great to be here. Now, I'm going to be talking today about pet friendly and how to do it without going completely crazy. I totally understand that lots of people, when they have their holiday home, the last thing they want is somebody else's dog in there, potentially running amok, leaving a mess and leaving a big trail of mucky footprints, stinky fur and bits around the place. And I do completely understand that. But I I think that that's a massive worry that's that's, that's maybe been built up in our minds as, as more than... It's worse than it actually is because most pet owners are very, very good pet owners. They look after their dogs. The reason they're bringing them on holiday is because they love them to bits and pieces. And and I do think those that, that do travel with pets are going to be respectful of your place. And I think it would be one, and certainly from my experience, it's, it's one in a lot when it goes wrong and and somebody causes a mess or isn't quite as careful with their pet and with your home as you requested that they be. But there can be measures put into place to handle this. And because it is so few and far between, I just don't think you should allow it to put you off. Let me just give you a bit of information on just I mean, there's millions of articles out there. I will link through to this. But some of the facts and figures based on people who are traveling with their pets, according to The Telegraph, a third of pet owners are now taking their animals on holiday. Now, this is only talking about British pet owners. And according to this study, that's between them, that's a cost of 460 million. So that's a big market to be saying no to. So people are actively looking and searching for places where they can bring their pets. And it would be a shame for you to to close down that huge section of the travel market for, for a worry when I promise you it can be it can be handled. Just to go a little bit further. Of this survey, 16% are actually willing to spend at least an additional £200 more to take their pet with them. Others have actually opted to stay at home rather than go on holiday because they're so worried about leaving their pets. So if you can address that issue and make it easier for people to travel with pets, that's another 25% of people who might come and stay in our holiday homes across the UK. So where do you start? I think... It has to start with rules. And the fact that you've got rules in place is it's respectful and it's healthy. It's it's respectful of the person coming to stay with their dog. It's showing that you respect your home and that you are willing to share the home with their pets 
but so that everybody knows where they stand and everybody's comfortable, these rules must be in place. But the key with rules for pets is to communicate them well in advance. So before the booking gets too far down the line, so the first point of contact where they mention they are going to be bringing or asking if they can bring a dog, it's really important that that is the point when the information gets put across to your potential guest travelling with their pets. If it's not communicated at the front, it could lose you the booking later on. It could be just too far down the line. The booking could be finished and they've not agreed to these terms and, and that's when things go wrong. If you can get this across to them in a PDF format that they can confirm receipt of and confirm that they agree to abide by these rules, then I don't think there's any problems at all. So what sort of rules should you include? Well, I always say to people coming to stay at my place that the flea treatments must be up to date. Fair enough, you can't really police that. You can only ask and you you can't tell if they have kept to their word. But if you put it out there, it's more it's more likely that if they aren't actually up to date, they'll say that they are up to date and actually handle that before people arrive at your place. I always say that pets are not left alone or allowed on the beds. I also say they are not to go on the sofa without the cover, but I provide a really nice, comfy, snuggly cover that allows them to, to curl up on the sofa with their four-legged friend of an evening. Think about taking an additional deposit if you're really concerned that there could be some damage think about taking an additional deposit and put that into your agreement at the beginning I mean I would suggest in the region of 75 pounds in the UK but that is down to you whatever works for you maybe do a bit of local research and see what sort of cost could be involved in a cleanup that where maybe there's been some soiling or staining or maybe you feel like there, there's maybe a, a larger deposit to be taken in case some an item of furniture were to be destroyed. In addition, you can actually charge to have your pets. And I would have pets come and stay in your property. And I would definitely suggest that you do this. The, the general rule seems to be around about six to seven pounds per night. There are some that are less than that and there are some that are a lot higher than that. But as a good starting point and a place for you to start, charge an additional six pounds per night. It'll help you to cover additional cleaning costs, which I have to tell you in my experience, there's never actually been any additional cleaning that's needed doing. Maybe there's a bit more fur around, but a good vacuum cleaner takes takes care of that. I've, I've never had any staining, any problems nothing like that. Another way that you can protect yourself is to write it into your contract that damages must be paid for. So maybe that gives you the chance then to to reduce that deposit and make it more accessible to, to pet owners. Now, in your rules, if you've mentioned that the pet is not allowed to be left alone, make sure that your guest knows that there are lots of local places that will accept dogs. So put together a little pack that shares the best places for them to go with their pets. Another thing that you can do to make it easier for people is to have a trusted dog sitter or walker available when it can't be helped. So when somebody has to go out and has to leave their dog behind. 
if you're charging per day, why not offer this for free? I think that the value you'll actually give to your guests traveling with their pet, the peace of mind, the ease of of the journey for them in that situation. I mean, can you imagine how they would feel? Wow, free. I mean, they, they somebody would look after my dog for free just so I can go out for dinner. That is, that's priceless. I, I think that would be a huge weight off the the shoulders of someone traveling with a pet and it just gives them a, a, that tiny bit of freedom and their ability to travel with their pet knowing they haven't had to leave it behind and, it, and it, bringing that loved pet with them is not going to 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 hinder their enjoyment of their holiday at any stage at any stage or leave a leave a book with some awesome walks from the doorstep or from within five miles of your place where you can drive leave the car go and enjoy an amazing day and tire that dog out so how if you're going to be doing this, I just think you've got to go all in. If we're welcoming pets, we're welcoming pets and we are welcoming them the same way that we are welcoming their owners. So I like to leave a welcome pack. What do I put in my welcome pack? I put a few little treats, a dog bed or a mat, usually depending on the size of the dog. I always leave a water bowl for inside with a mat and I ask them to to use the mat so that if they're anything like my pet dog and there's water splashing all over the place. So a mat is a great idea. Uh, I leave an outside water bowl. I leave that full and obviously they can keep that topped up. I always leave a couple of old towels for after walks. The dog can be rubbed down just to to limit any damage um, or, you know, marks, big puppy pad marks going through your place and finally I always leave poop bags and I don't think we need to say any more on that subject but set the standard to start with show them that you care about your place you care about them but they have to in turn respect your place and this is just setting it up brilliantly give 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 and you'll receive more it'll show they will be so so impressed and and more respectful of your place and less likely to to leave their pet or go against any of the rules how about leaving additional details for them as well i like to leave the local vet find a dog parlor or a a place they can you know a mobile dog wash and leave the details get get an agreement going with a local pet place where maybe they can go and get their dog washed whilst they're uh, whilst they're away on holiday leave great places to go for a walk leave a list of dog friendly pubs days out parks leave dog charities and then looking ahead why not send up front as part of the booking process a link to there's some great infographics out there on things to think about when you're traveling with your pet and really just offer as much help as you can around making it easier for them to travel with their pets and I've said it throughout this this podcast if you put everything into it if you really show that you are welcoming that pet those rules will be adhered to and they your guest in most cases is going to be so bowled over by your your care and concern and and your welcoming approach that that they want to look after your place that they want to just come and enjoy it and you'll you'll get those raving reviews I just want to touch on something else as well when I was talking about the rules 
and communicating. I mean, communication is, is definitely key. Now, I read on a, a fair few dog-friendly forums online and a lot of people on there as dog owners come back and complain that they've been to ask somewhere if they can stay at a holiday home, if they can stay with their pet. And the holiday home has the, the holiday home owner has come back and said, as I do, you aren't to leave the dog alone in the property and it's not to be allowed on the beds. And I see people complaining all the time. How is that dog friendly? How is that pet friendly? That's not really going to work for me. Well, I do understand that that might not in the initial instance seem pet friendly but how can somebody as a holiday homeowner just allow someone in with no rules it shows respect for the holiday homeowner it shows respect and the home it shows respect for the person staying and their pet and it shows respect for the upcoming guests because people that are booking with pets I mean pets act differently when they're on holiday they're in a new environment, they don't know the place, and they're not going to always act the same. So I don't think you can go forwards without rules like that. I don't see that you can allow someone to leave their pet inside your holiday home whilst they're out. It's just too unpredictable. I don't think it's the right thing to do to leave your pet alone in a holiday home. And if you want to attract the right owners into your property, this will filter out those people who and maybe thinking only about themselves and not really about the pets and not really about the home, which I personally feel people that leave comments like that are thinking. They're thinking about themselves. But if 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 you've got somebody that is thinking, well, how am I going to manage coming on holiday and not being able to allow to leave my pet? Go back to being as helpful as possible, sending as information up front as possible, offering an alternative if you're on site offer to to allow the the dog to stay in the garden for example in your garden whilst they're out just help where however you can and just show them that you do actually have their best interests at heart and pet friendly is it, it comes with rules and it comes with responsibility on both parts so there are some rules around traveling with pets and without going into them massively here, there is a pet travel scheme in place, certainly in the UK, which gives guidelines on how to travel with a pet if you're going overseas with a pet, the rules, regulations, the passports, etc. that you need to have in place. And if you're coming into the UK, the same is true. And I will leave a link in the show notes so you can have a good read of that. I'll also send a, put a link in the show notes to this Telegraph article. Really, really interesting. And uh, I will also, I mean, there's, there's loads of really good websites out there that will help you ease the process for anyone coming to stay in your place with a dog. For example, there's doggypubs.org.uk, dogpeople.co.uk, dogfriendlybritain.co.uk. I mean, there there is a, a huge amount of pet websites out there that you can get a lot of information from that will will help you create a really good pack a really good arrival package for people traveling with pets and and set this up so that it's going to work so head on over to holidayletsuccess.com to get hold of all that good stuff also i will link up a complete checklist of everything that you are going to need to do in order to make this work in your holiday home 
So that would be holidayletsuccess.com forward slash pets. And I will speak to you there. I hope this has been useful. Let me know how it goes, how this changes your, if it's changed your view on allowing pets into your home and what your experiences have been so far. On the front page of the website, you will see a big orange button over on the right-hand side. If you click that button, it says send voicemail, leave me a message, let me know your experience, what has happened, if anything's gone wrong, how it's been handled. And uh, and I'm really looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening and I will chat to you again on an upcoming podcast very soon. Bye for now. Bye for now.